Hey guys, just wanted to hop on here real quick and tell you we did have some audio issues on my end. So if you can't really hear me, I'm so sorry about that. It's still a great episode and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. Us. Today, I'm joined by Andrew. <laughs> Andrew G. from the Public Affair Waco's Hip Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Abraham. I appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate it so much. I drove in from Waco. I don't know why you guys be having traffic for no reason. I don't make no sense. There was no accident, no nothing, but there was 20 minutes of traffic. While you are no stranger to the podcast world, um, I do like to start off the episode with a little icebreaker. So today we're going to play Would You Rather? And it's perfect because we this is our first time meeting. Let's do it. So. Is it inappropriate questions? No. Oh, Abraham, come on. Do you Yes, yeah, spicing it up, all right? <laughs> do, do the whipping or be whipped? No, whipped. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be whipped. <laughs> give up your favorite music uh-huh. or give up your favorite food. Uh, give up my favorite music. I'm a foodie. I want my fucking Chinese food all the time. And you guys better have good Chinese food in the city. Ooh. Or I'm going to be upset. 888. 888? Okay, I'll Google it or something. Be a superhero <laughs> or be a supervillain? A superhero. A superhero because I like helping people for sure. Would you rather be stuck in a foot box with 10 snakes or 10 <laughs> <tarantulas>? <laughs> I'm a snakes person, Abraham. Okay. I like your experience with snakes? I don't have any experience with snakes. I just always thought they were cool. I just always thought snakes were cool. Like, I, you know, like, j- I know a lot of people are scared of snakes. Maybe because I'm from Long Island, I never, like, saw a lot of snakes unless it was at the zoo or something. But, uh, no, I always thought snakes were just, no, I can't fuck with no tarantulas. Tarantulas get the shit out of me. I know. I feel like the legs would. Yeah, no, all the hairy legs. No, no, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Yep. Um, would you rather find your passion or the love of your life? I already found my passion. And that's the public affair, youtube.com slash the public affair. Make sure you guys please go subscribe. And um, um, no, I would love to find the love of my life one day, hopefully, God willing. Uh, this is easy. Would you rather be the only one drunk at a party <laughs> or the only one sober? Uh, I, have to, I think I would have to be the only one that's lit. Because if I'm the only one, so first of all, I don't even want to be at the party, right? <laughs> I don't even want to be there. And um, if I'm the only one that's sober and everybody else around me is drunk and a belligerent, I'm off. I'm turned off. I don't want to be there no more. I'm out. I'm outies. And shout out to this drink that you got me. I'm scared to drink it because listen, this is my this is our first time meeting. I don't know if he's trying to like do some shit. So I'm out. I'm out. Abraham, you know, I gotta drive back to Waco after this. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather watch a couple kiss for five minutes straight <laughs> or watch a graphic sex scene with your parents? A couple kiss. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah, what the hell was that? Was, <laughs> that's I, super predatory. Yeah, no. I ew. Just, like, dirty. <laughs> Would okay. you rather never have an orgasm or never find true love? Never find true love. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Contrary to the last answer. Yes. Would you rather experience the war uh the world beginning or ending? Beginning. Yeah. Yeah, who the hell wants to see the world end? That's scary as hell. No way. No way. No way. Okay. Last okay. one. Sure. Would you rather kiss your ex or your mortal enemy? I don't have an ex, and all my enemies are hot, so them. <laughs> I'll do that. Yes, they're all fine, so all, yes. 
Get in line, bitches. <laughs> okay, that's all I've got. Got you, got you. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate it. I love the setup. And he has a, a, a little photo of Positions, the album of Ariana Grande. And that's one of my favorite albums because Positions is actually one of my favorite songs. Yes, I, I love POV. that song. No, no, no. Positions, <laughs> Positions, yeah. POV is too fucking slow. And <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, like you mentioned, okay. um, we don't know each other. So I no. just wanted to get a little bit of backstory but again yeah thank you for coming on yes for sure um we'll rewind a little bit okay back to your childhood sure happiest saddest moments of your childhood um start from the beginning yeah um the happiest moments of my childhood so i'm from long island new york uh for people who may not know or just listening to this podcast and i would say the happiest moments in my childhood would have been my last year in new york when i was in eighth grade um i it was just some of the most like memorable moments of my life, like the after school program that I was in and everything. And all of us were like, you know, for lack of a better term, like inner city kids, you know what I mean? And so we, I look at a lot of us now and some of us are winning and some of us are stuck, but um, you know, I ended up moving to, to Florida and um, that sucked. <laughs> That's like, cause then we moved to Lorena. I don't know if you know where Lorena is. It's right before Waco and it's a small country town. And imagine me being from Long Island, New York, moving to a small country town where everybody knows who you are. So it was so different. So I would say everything went to shit after we left New York, but it was actually for the best because there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me in the circumstances that I was growing up in. So, so I, you know, while I didn't understand it at the time, I do now and I am grateful for that change. What yeah. was the transition from, okay, so that transition from there to Florida, but what was mm. it from Florida to from Texas. Florida to Texas was the worst, man, because we were supposed to be living our lives in Hialeah and we were supposed to have started new lives out there six months later. It just doesn't work out. It's It was six months and then we're driving and we're like, we don't know where we're going. So we're essentially homeless. And um, we, we stood with family in Ocala, Florida. And then after that, my dad, we were actually, I think we we're driving back to New York. Cause we were like, hey, what do we do now? You know what I mean? And then my dad was like, Oh wait, I have a sister in Texas. We're going to go live with her. And now we're going to start our lives in Texas. And so that it was just the whole thing. I meant being an adolescent, being 14, 15 years old, and you move away from everything that, you know, all your friends are in a whole different state. Everybody that you grew up with, your family and everything is in a whole different state. So it, it was, um, it was traumatic to say the least, but again, everything happened for a reason and it was for the best. So I'm grateful for it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any siblings? I have a biological brother who I don't speak with, and so it's not really um, worth talking about him <laughs> because I haven't seen him in about a decade. I have two best friends. Um, shout out to Jaime Gutierrez and shout out to Coach Mauro Maldonado, coach of the Soco Soccer teams in Waco, Texas. Shout out to Soco Soccer Academy. Those guys are my brothers. I love those guys more than anything in the world and I would do anything for them. They've always been there for me in my most trying times in my career, in my personal life. They've seen me at my lowest and they do what brothers should have done for brothers. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They they lift me up when I'm down. They uppercut me when I'm acting stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they they each play an individual role in my life that I feel is so essential. And they're God-given brothers to me. So those are my brothers. I love those two to death and would do anything for them. And they both have wives and children. And for their families, I would scale mountains and anything that they needed. It's hands down, no discussion. Would do anything for those guys. Yeah. Did you get in trouble often? No. I was a good kid. I was a very good kid. My parents don't understand how good they had it. Now, I talk back a lot. I talk back a lot. I've always been very vocal, very open-minded. And, you know, I get my ass whooped for sure. Puerto Rican family. You know, we weren't allowed to talk back, but I always knew that I was right, too. So I was going to speak up. And the ass whoopings were worth it. <laughs> yeah. I was good. Fuck that. <laughs> 
what do you <laughs> hangers, belts, you know, yeah, everything. I got the belt. So there you go. Yeah, belt. we weren't playing. My parents were not playing that shit, but neither the fuck was I, so I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, what is one thing that you could change if you could go back to your younger self? Mm, you know, I don't really like to look back at the the things from my childhood because I'm who I am now. Uh, my again, my I referenced my brother, Coach Morrow. Um, he, we talk a lot about this and moving forward is not looking back and putting one foot over the other. So, um, that's what I'm doing in my life right now. And if I dwell too much on the past and what could have been, I, basically everything just happens for a reason yeah. and God makes no mistakes, honestly, as you know, as religious as that sounds, whatever the case is, he really doesn't. And I personally don't feel like he puts us through anything that we can't handle. So I'm grateful for anything that I've been through, but in terms of dwelling on it, that's just not in the cards. No, that's yeah. just not. We don't do that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, moving on to your podcast. Yeah. Um, public Affair. YouTube.com slash The Public Affair. Please, please, please go subscribe. I love you guys. It's so good. I love it. Do you love it? Yeah. How did you? Okay, wait. So, who did? how did you reach out to me? How did you even come across the podcast? Um, what's his name? Uh-huh. DJ E-Man. Yeah. Oh, he, yes. He, he DJs at Highland Lounge. Correct. Have you been to Highland Lounge? Okay. Have you been to the dungeon? <laughs> you know <laughs> i have to go to highland lounge i had dj e-man i had cc the bartender and uh c's fit or abraham caesar abraham only fans model he's a bartender over there yeah yeah and she think, is too i think i saw his episode too you probably did because i rubbed oil on his body so all the gays watch that <laughs> one yeah but no they, they they told me about the dungeon and i i don't know is is there shit going on in the dungeon if, uh, what, have you done some shit in the dungeon that we need to know about no if I go to the dungeon, I'm not playing those games. Okay, where this is what we're doing. Yeah. No, I actually haven't. I've just like you've witnessed things. Tipped out, yeah. You've <laughs> seen things. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what should I expect in the dungeon? Tell me, please. Um. Lots of blowjobs. Lots. Of <laughs> oh God, for real. Lots of yeah, Oh. No. Okay. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. No. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You know what? But I do need. I have a VIP section waiting for me at the Highland Lounge, and I just have not made. I just I'm not a night oh, person. Well, you know, they told me all three of them had told me come to the Highland Lounge. We'll get you VIP. We'll hook you up. You know, but but I just I am not a night owl, and I'm for sure not driving to Austin just to go out at night. But one day I'm gonna make it to the Highland Lounge. Shout out to DJ Eman, Cece, and Caesar Abraham. I love you guys, and they all have made the trip to Waco just to be on the public affair. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. So that's how I heard of you, and then I just follow you, and I just been watching. Thank you, thank you. Um, are you still? On the radio for our 108. Um, I'm not. So that ended two years ago. And I think a lot of it had to do with the public affair. Um, you know, I'm unfortunately the, and, and I talk about it on my upcoming episode of the public affairs. So make sure you guys go watch it. YouTube.com slash the public affair. Cause a lot of people in Waco, you know, they, they knew that that's how I started was from the radio. And uh, when it ended, it ended abruptly. And um, a lot of people wanted to know what happened. And I was very silent about it. And there's a lot of things I need to be careful about what I say, honestly, for contracts and stuff like that. But, you know, there was also some, some things in the background that I didn't agree with. And there was a lot of silencing on my end that was taking place. And so um, I had to move on from it. And while we're on the subject of Power 108, I want to give a huge shout out to their one and only um, radio DJ, Chrissy, who was a huge, uh, still to this day, a huge mentor to me, good friend. She really took me under her wing and taught me the business of this. Of, of media, you know what I mean? And so I learned a lot from her and I don't think that I would be where I'm at today without her guidance and a lot of her advice. So Chris, Chrissy, shout out to you. I love you, girl. Um, you got to interview April Castillo. Oh yeah. I yes, I did. <laughs> Just, oh my God. I fell on that. I saw yeah. Facebook post. Um, so right. April Castillo is 
um, the Latina from Freedom Riders. Yes, she played so Eva. Iconic. She yeah. played Eva. Can I tell you how that happened? Yeah, yeah. Her um, shout out to Jonathan, um, who was in the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce either at the time, I believe, or whatever. But he is, I guess, friends with who. I guess he's from Austin, too. I can't remember his name because I'm not going to lie. He was such a fucking stiff. <laughs> he was such a stiff and he was like, lame. I'm not going to lie. Oh, April, I love you. I love you. I love you. But goddamn, he was lame. He told me not to buy her liquor, right? He said she doesn't drink this, that, and the other. And with the first thing, when she came out of the car into Rogue Media Network, which shout out to Rogue Media Network, that's the production studio that I record with, we instantly had a connection. New Yorkers. Puerto Rican. I mean, it was an instant, like we we like we were best friends for 20 years. And she was like, yo, you got some liquor? And I was like, no, because he told me not to fucking get it. And we were so mad at his ass because we wanted fucking Grey Goose. No, we couldn't because she was on a time crunch. Like, she squeezed me in. That was the thing. Like, they didn't come to Waco for the podcast. She had a book, um, Embracing Me, that she was on a book tour with. And she was um, in colleges and stuff doing speeches. And she was in Waco to do a book signing. And she made time for me. I have 45 minutes with her. And that, that was so great meeting April Castillo. And she's so, she's so awesome. Yeah, she what, was so yeah, kind. How was that like? She, we, well, we, just, we just hit it off. I mean, like, in, again, you would have thought we were best friends for 10 years. Like, immediately immediately it was hugs kisses let's do this shit she heard me i read um i have sponsors local sponsors on the public affair and i read their ads live on the show i could do it for you if you want but (laughs) yeah yeah and so um she was just so impressed by that and you know snapping her fingers we just had such a good time together we really did that episode was so iconic who would you love to interview and have on your podcast frankie J. Frankie J, where the fuck are you, bro? Please come on my pod. You know the singer Frankie J? I'm leaving. <laughs> shut the shut the production off. No, <laughs> Frankie J. How old are you, Abraham? I'm 26, going on 27. Oh, you're young. Frankie J, when I was growing up, was a Mexican R&B singer. He sings Obsession. He sings Sugar Sugar. How'd you get so fly? Uh, yeah, that's him. Yes, you do know that song because everybody knows that song with Baby Bash. And he has always, always, always been my favorite singer. My favorite, favorite artist from the time I was 12 years old and stole his CD from Walmart to, to now I'm 32 years old. I know Walmart, I'm sorry. I'll give you the, I'll give you the $12. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. But um, no, Frankie J, I would, I mean, my, my dream interview would be Frankie J for sure. And, you know, since I interviewed Adasa, who um, played um, Dolores in Encanto, and I interviewed April Hernandez, the sky's the limit, right? So I might be able to have him one day. Any celebrities? What, like... Who I would want to interview? Yeah. Frankie J. <laughs> Any other ones? Um, yeah, for sure, Frankie J. Music, I mean, yeah. Oh, like you talking about like actors and stuff like that? Yeah. Listen, anything. I mean, I don't know. I because I really just want Frankie J. <laughs> yeah, I really. I'm just asking. Yeah, I never really thought about it. Um, I I love like just the interview process of it. Just, mm-hmm. Um, my inspiration kind of like came from like Jimmy Fallon. Okay, I love him. Yeah. Um, so I just love like watching all like the celebrities i'm down to interview anybody i mean i think snoop dogg would be a fun interview i mean i don't smoke but snoop dogg would be fine <laughs> you know what i mean um there's there's a lot yeah there's quite a few i can't even top of my head but when you ask me which celebrity i would want to interview definitely frankie j frankie j where you at bro hurry up <laughs> i'll fly you out here all right andrew what is the hardest challenge you have overcome mm-hmm. When I thought the radio career ended, I thought my career as Andrew G was ending. 
And I didn't realize that that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. I really didn't realize that that was a blessing in disguise because my goal when I started on the radio, I was on the radio for seven years. So I was about 23 or 24 when I started. And I wanted to be full-time on the radio so bad. I wanted to be a full-time DJ so bad. And when I finally had the opportunity, was in the middle of the public affair. You know what I mean? Then they just started clashing. So um, if I had to name a time off the top of my head, it, it would be that. I got very discouraged at the time. But now I think everything happened for a reason. You yeah. know, so so I'm good now. Yeah, yeah, like you said earlier, that you're not looking. Exactly. Now I feel like you're a lot. I am. I'm, I'm yes, the public. Abraham, the public affair has changed. I mean, like, look, I'm in Austin now. Yeah. I'm in Austin, Texas. Do you know how many people from my city, like, crave that attention from the outside cities austin dallas houston so when i told my 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 peers that i got an interview in austin they were just so excited for me like i didn't realize anybody from austin was listening to the public affair the three guests that i have from austin they're originally from waco you know what i mean yeah so yeah well yeah and so um i to to be heard from this city and then you have your platform now so people are now going to know the public affair because of you like, that's all a blessing. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't getting that exposure on the radio. I really wasn't. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So, so it's definitely changed my life, for sure. Um, so I'm fairly new to the podcast world. Okay. Um, I know mm-hmm. earlier. I don't know. <laughs> we had we had a little... Um, he had an audio issue. We had a little hiccup. Yes, it happens. It happens. And I hate it. I hate it, but it happens. So yeah. I'm new to it. Um, any advice you have for me? The, I will give you, I will give any podcaster the same advice that somebody gave me when I started. And shout out to Ziad Halabi with um, Cedar Sphere in Waco. Um, he told me to just become obsessed with what you do. And I have been like, every time you see me post on social media, it's the public affair. The public affair, and I want it until you guys are so fucking sick of me. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yes. And so that was the best advice. And I did. I literally consume my life behind this podcast like this the podcast is everything for me you know what i mean this is my purpose for living this is just my purpose in general and so i just i will just tell you be authentic be yourself don't listen to nobody and become obsessed with it that's it and consistency yeah (laughs) consistency is the biggest thing for anybody who's out there starting a podcast you cannot do three episodes and then take two months off we're gonna forget about you you cannot do that you cannot do that and now i heard like something like Obviously, you, there's that saying where it's like, um, it takes 21 days for a uh-huh. habit or something. Something like that. Something about like 21 episodes. Like once you hit yeah. 21, it should be easy after that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, to this day, I mean, listen, I'm on episode, I think I'm releasing episode 175 on Monday. Nice. Um, by the time this comes out, probably 176 or 77. Um, you know, I... It's still hard. Like I have to reach out to these people. Thankfully, now they all know what the public affair is, so they want to come on. But now, now you have to do your research. You got to do your homework. Yeah. You know, just like you were looking at me. I've never said anything about Power One Hundred Eight to you. You know what I mean? You did that because you did your homework. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, so I, you. exactly. Uh, see, I didn't even know you could fucking Google me. What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, you can Google me, but no. Um, you you have to be able to do your homework. You have to do your research. It has to be substance. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I've been on some podcasts. That are snorgasms. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I have, you know, but I, well, I hope you're not happy. I hope you're having fun. Well, yeah, well, you got the drinks, you got the candy, and you got the Ariana Grande image. So we're and good. The Fiji water. The Fiji water, yes. He, he knows I'm a bougie bitch. I like my Fiji water, yes. <laughs> so. 
You did say something about not having an ex on the Would You Rather game. Right. I was going to ask if you were in a relationship, but... No. I'm not. I, I, I On another upcoming episode of The Public Affair, <laughs> I reveal... You, no, no, no. Okay, so I was on and off involved with somebody for a while. Um, it's not really worth talking about because it wasn't a real relationship. And I, I don't want to get too into it because I don't... Yeah. Number, you know, whatever. But... Um, I, I talk to people here and there. Um, as far as being somebody's boyfriend, it is fair to say that that's never happened. But I'm very much married to the public affair. That's my focus right now. That That's what I want to invest my energy in. Me and my brothers invest our energy into each other's individual endeavors. That's what I'm doing right now. Again, I sponsor the SoCo soccer team, coached by so- uh, Coach Morrow. And I, I, if I can give anything back to them or anybody, it would be them. Because, you know, he really inspires the kids. And it's all about giving back to the children and inspiring them. And they're the they're our future. You know what I mean? So give them a purpose. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that, that's what I'm into right now. Okay. Just one more quick question about okay. relationships. Um, I know you said that you're just focused on the public affair. That's right. What are some strict boundaries in relationships? And it, I guess, <laughs> necessarily doesn't have to be now, like, about, yeah. like, significant other. But okay. it can be just boundaries and, mm-hmm. like, and certain it's just hard to say um i I feel like we we can all sit here and say um oh if i get cheated on or this that and the other but you really don't know until you're put in that situation right and for somebody who i don't have a lot of relationship experience uh minus the what i just mentioned but that wasn't that wasn't a real relationship you know what i mean that was fucking a joke but um for me i I don't know it's hard to say abraham it really is hard to say like what would be strict because i feel like I feel like there should be give and take. I feel like there should be, um, you know, just willing to compromise and accept each other's flaws and shit like that. So it, that's a hard question. That's a very hard question. So I don't, I, I'm sorry I can't answer that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Think of a time where you felt a spark of inspiration. Where were you and what were you doing? A spark of inspiration. It goes back to my brother's. There's been a lot of times in this business and in this career where I felt like the the rug would be pulled from beneath me and I don't know what's next and is this the end for me? And they really, really, really keep me grounded, you know, and humble too. I, I, man, I'll, I'll share with you. I think I was losing myself in the public affair. I really do. I think that the show was becoming so big so fast and maybe I got comfortable with things, you know what I mean? And yeah. And life really swept me on my feet and really humbled me real quick just some weeks ago and... I was having a conversation with my brother and and he was telling me, Andrew, you used to be with solutions. You used to be the person that always has solutions. Now you're coming up with excuses. What the fuck is that? And that I would say in that moment, I get emotional talking about it. I talked about it on the episode I recorded yesterday um, because he's right. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm so proud to have them in my life because they, they really keep it real. You know what I mean? So that inspired me again to, to, find my humble beginnings and and really reevaluate really how I approach things and stuff like that. So um, it, it did. It changed me. That one little moment, and I don't want to get into it, but that one little moment changed me. And because I had such good brothers by my side, I, I was inspired to continue to do what I do and then take a different approach with things and, to, you know, being humble at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that would be the, the spark of inspiration, I would say, most recently. That I've, in, that I've encountered, yeah. Are you an overthinker at all? Yes. <laughs> all the fucking time. It's so annoying. I'm overthinking everything. Everything. Everything from money, everything from the show, everything from personal situations. If I go fucking buy something, like, I overthink it. 
Um, I have anxiety issues and it sucks. <laughs> it sucks balls. It's horrible. Yeah. But how do you deal with that? Prayer. Prayer. My brother told me to pray and it's that it works. It fucking works. Do you go to church? No. No, but I pray. <laughs> and it works. It really does. When you're up at two in the morning and you know you're you're thinking about shit over and over and over, he just told me you just gotta pray. And I did. And it and it it works. It fucking works. Do it if you if you have anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to say this, but okay. Are you gay? I don't know what you think. <laughs> what a stupid question. <laughs> what do you think? I think so. So you've seen the public affair and then you're asking me if I'm gay? Well, how was it growing up gay? Nobody gave, yeah, nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. No, nobody, not a soul. I had the easiest coming out ever. Nobody fucking cared. Because everybody already knew. You, everybody, listen, you, when you have to question a man if they're gay, that means they're gay. Okay, that for sure means they're gay. And so, yes, uh, my my parents, my friends, they all fucking knew when I told them they're like, okay, next, like, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it wasn't, it was not traumatic by any means. Yeah, mine was pretty traumatic. Oh, shit, that's like the conversion camp. Did you really? How was that? It's crazy. Um, Were there there people sleeping with each other in conversion camp? I mean, yeah, they have us, right? Have us in cabins. They have you gay of, asses in a bunch of cabins. Listen, I want to go to conversion camp so bad. I was hoping like bunk beds, top. Hell yeah, bitch! It sounds like a party to me. What were they doing to you in conversion camp? How was like? Was it just like? So, yeah, no. Tell me, please. Yeah, so it was every summer. Okay. For like, I think three summers. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it was like I came out in eighth grade. Okay. So, um, or no, okay, seventh grade, so seventh, eighth, ninth. Oh, you came out young though. I was like twenty four yeah. when I came out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I would get sent for like a summer camp. Right, right. It's like pretty much all guys. <laughs> um, and they would they had the um the open showers too. Oh well, hello. What are we supposed yeah. to do? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like Chucky fucking cheese for gay men. <laughs> so I also I talked about this on yes. another podcast as well. But I did. They did the shock therapy thing. Oh, really? Yeah. What is that? No. It's like they have something on your fingers uh-huh. or something, and then if you're thinking gay uh, thoughts, it's shock. Correct. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh um, shit, bitch! And I... they would make us hug each other. Like we would. Be... That's a setup. <laughs> that is such a setup. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm that. Well, actually, I'm that. It... We'd be in a circle and we would be hugging each other to not be gay. Yeah. To be get, like, and then we would just be reading the Bible. That sounds very predatory. Though. I think that that conversion camp should be investigated I because mean, <laughs> making I, the kids hug each other—that's that's very sus. It would just be yeah. reading the Bible. I, I'm down with reading the Bible in class. Yeah, like we would have like it would be like period. Like, so how many of them said that they um, ended up being straight, and you think they're lying? And how many of them did you sleep with after they said that? I actually <laughs> had... <laughs> this is not even in my notes. No, it's I okay. Like, that, this yeah. is what I do. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I'm interviewing him now. You tell me. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It was... Um, I actually did have an experience. Yeah. This. So I was with... It was with my... I was on the top okay. bunk, and he was on the bottom. And yeah. He climbed up, like, in, like, like the middle of the night, and we cuddled, and oh, I wow. gave him a... Uh, you gave him some some stuff, yeah. Some stuff, yeah. That's fine. Oh my god, yeah. That conversion camp. Yeah. Uh, shout out to that conversion camp. Uh, you guys definitely need to investigate. I hope it's not open anymore. That sounds. Is. I mean, it yeah. Was so long ago, you guys need so. to investigate what's going on in that camp because that definitely sounds like shit. Like that shouldn't be taking place. So yeah, and we just like played games and stuff. Yeah, and, like did s'mores and. But were they? They were really trying to like convert you to being straight. The craziest thing was the shock thing. I, I yeah. didn't like that. 
That's great. Yeah, my shit. I would be fucking raiding for Mortal Kombat afterwards. Like, I would be so electrocuted because all I think of is gay thoughts. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. They would be, okay. Forget about it. Yeah, I'd be dead. Um, Have you ever been depressed at all? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it goes back again to thank God for my brothers, Jaime Gutierrez and Mauro Maldonado. Thank God for them. Thank God for them, honestly, because it's like I said, there's there's been a lot of times where I've doubted myself and I let I let myself overthink myself to the point where I'm just like down in the dumps and they each play their individual roles to keep me grounded, sane and humbled. And so I was able to beat a lot of that depression because of my brothers. So that's why I, I write so hard for them and I talk about them all the time because I really don't feel like I would be where I'm at today without them. I really, really don't. Jaime and I have been best friends for 15 years. He's never let the gimmicks overshadow anything. Uh, Mauro and I have been friends for three years. And um, I feel like we've been brothers for a lifetime. You know what I mean? So a lot of my depression, I know that I can lean on them when I'm feeling down like that. And and those are those are my sources of just like getting my shit together. You know what I mean? So yeah. very blessed to have them for sure. I uh, Do you go to therapy? No, I don't. Have you ever tried it? I've never tried it, but I've had a lot of guests come on the public affair. We, we tackle mental health issues in men a lot on the show or we have. And they, they've, you know, talked about therapy. And um, I would be open to it. I just don't feel like I need it right now. Yeah. Because I got my brother. So we good. <laughs> I feel like you're a very confident person. I love that about you. Um, I try to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it's like I share, you know, there's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes. You know, people in my city see the top podcast in Waco, which I'm very, very blessed and grateful for. And thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, but, you know, I'm like everybody else. I deal with shit, too. I deal with shit too. And my life is not perfect. And that's why I try to be just relatable to everybody on the show. Like I'm just like you at the end of the day. Sure. I got the top podcast in Waco by the grace of God. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm like you too. We on the struggle bus. You know what I mean? We all out here trying to fucking make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I barely got booked on my first podcast in Austin, Texas. Come on, man. <laughs> Three years later. <laughs> I did see on your Instagram, you went through a little bit of a weight loss journey. Oh, man. Shout out to Soko Soccer Academy <laughs> in Waco. And shout out to Fat Fit with Monica in Waco. We just uh, competed in our second best of his games. Um, I did get first place on that. But, um, definitely uh, my, my best friend, he was on the opposing team. And I, I mean, I, I don't know how they didn't win. I really feel like they won, to be honest. And no, listen, my partner carried me on that competition. He did. Shout out to Hector. He carried me on that competition because I was not on my A game. And I really thought the other team took it. But they said we won. I was like, I mean, I guess. But I really feel like the other team won. But yeah, the weight loss has been the most pivotal moment in my in my lifetime. I feel so great. I've lost yeah. about a hundred pounds. A hundred pounds. Um, I started at Soko Soccer Academy. Shout out to Dominic Gutierrez, who I'm seeing tonight. Um, his wife's birthday. Shout out to her, Ariana. Happy birthday! And so yeah, I when I started the show, um, I got in touch with Soko Soccer Academy. And they wanted to advertise because I do advertisements on my podcast. And when I went to go see what it was about, like indoor soccer, and that, that's where I met some great people. Shout out to Jose Santana. Uh, shout out to Israel Sanchez, who was on my show. Um, shout out to George DeLeon, a worm who plays professional indoor soccer. I, I met my best friend Mauro there. And so, uh, you know, he just said, Dominic just said, you should come to a class when they try it out. He didn't like force me or nothing. I literally woke up one morning at five in the morning, went to class, and that's how it all started. That And I was consistent, consistent, consistent to the point where they said, okay, now you have to change your eating habits, which I did for a long time. I didn't even drink for a long time. And um, I just started shedding weight. And it, the, I, I will tell you guys, for anybody who's trying to lose weight, you have to go work out. 
I don't want to hear you cannot. I'm sorry. Nothing else works. I tried everything else. There are no shortcuts and nobody wants to hear that shit. You have to go work out and you have to be mindful of what you're putting in your body. I've lost a hundred pounds and I look at me. I look amazing, right? Abraham, he keeps staring at my legs. Stop. <laughs> I have nice legs, right? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> no, but yeah, I lost a lot of my weight with them. And now I, um, I do train at Train Waco. I train right now with FabFit with Monica. Shout out to Monica. Um, and I, I just am consistent, you know? And, and again, my, my best friend and I, we will go to train. We'll max out on deadlifts together. And, you know, so, yeah. So you... Uh... You said you just woke up one day at five in the morning. But mm-hmm. like, what was that process in the beginning, though? It was difficult. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. You, you know what it was, too, though? When I was at Soko watching what they do, I, and this is not no gay shit, but I, the guys all look great. And I wanted to look like them. Yeah. I wanted to look like them. And and I seen what they were doing. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to get like, I want to look like them. And this is what they were doing. And so I just knew in my mind, because they even told me, Okay, you're going to be sore as hell tomorrow, but you have to come back no matter how much you don't want to. You have to come back because that's the only way you get rid of the soreness. Yeah. And man, I was sore as a motherfucker. Power 108 was up the longest flight of stairs ever. Legs were they jello. Oh, fuck, man. And um, yeah, I, I just kept going back. I kept going back and I was consistent, consistent, consistent. And it, it got, e- well, I will say it never gets easier. <laughs> It never gets easier. Like I said, I was I was on the struggle bus at Festivus, and um, but yeah, it, it's just again, Abraham has changed my life, and I encourage anybody who wants to lose weight to go start working out. Honestly, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you've met a bunch of friends through that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We're all really close. Again, again, shout out to Dominic Gutierrez. Shout out to Ariana Gutierrez. Shout out to yeah. my, again my my best friend who I was I've referenced several times on the show. Him and his wife Leslie, um, they work out together. You know what I mean? They started out at Soko. Now we're at FabFit. And, and, you know, um, uh, just so many of them, um, Alexis Aranyaga, who don't, he don't work out no more. <laughs> he don't work out no more. I told him he was a dad, but shout out to you, Alexis. He was on my birthday episode with him in Israel. <laughs> that was a fun party episode. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, we're to this day. I mean, like I said, I'm going to Soko tonight. And, uh, how do you deal with friendship conflict? It's important to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, 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 again, I've, I've said it a hundred times already, but yeah, me and my brothers, we will fight sometimes. You know what I mean? Like we'll have disagreements. And yeah, I, I, again, I, they are straight heterosexual men with wives and kids. I am a yeah. gay man that is single. My, I, I just express myself differently. Yeah. And so that in itself can be conflicting. And I, and I, but you have to like embrace that. And so they, we've all just learned like acceptance in our friendships, I feel like. Um, and we just talk about it. And, but it's, it's weird because like, I know when they're upset about something, they have to be left alone. Where if I'm upset about something, we need to talk about it right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but yeah, yeah. But, but, but I have to learn to just like give people their space and, you know, like, okay, they will talk to me. And that's the hardest part to this day. It's the hardest part, but we don't have too much conflicts. Um, and even just with regular friends in general, I'm just the type of person where if you have to talk about something, we need to discuss it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk through the media. I don't want to talk through the grapevines. I don't want to talk to other people. Come to me. Let's have a conversation. Curse each other out, and then we'll move on. I'm not fighting with you neither. I don't fight. I do not fist fight. And if you want to fist fight, take it somewhere else. I'm not doing that. But we can definitely throw blows verbally, and then solve this shit and move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um. I was just asking that because I've mm-hmm. had a couple of friendship situations. Yeah. Um. And they like I'm like the same way as you. I mm-hmm. I need to know 
what what's going wrong? on yeah for sure like if i'm wrong like i'll admit it yeah I'll like, like for sure for sure i'll admit when i'm wrong but like let's talk about it i'm done these two friends that i've had mm-hmm. breakups with just ghosted me uh shit so just that's unfollow a, like oh it's like that uh, i was like okay well yeah were you guys friends for a long time yeah well, what happened? Tell us what happened. I mean, I don't really want to. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, hopefully you guys will solve it. If not, fuck them. <laughs> well, that's all I've got. Um, oh. At the end of every episode, I just allow guests to ask me any questions, if you have any. Okay. No, I, I, not that I, I don't necessarily have any questions. I just want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on your podcast. And I, I, I wish you well in this. I can tell that you're very passionate about it. And again, just keep doing your thing. You, you live in a great market for podcasting. Austin is a phenomenal market. I'm blessed to be here. So, so thank you again for this opportunity and keep doing your thing. That's all I can say. Oh, I appreciate you so much. Yes. I just feel like, I don't know. I really appreciate you coming on. You live in a city. Where I'm, I'm sure you guys have like millions of podcasts here, right? But I, you, you need to realize that you live in a city that's a great market. The, Austin's huge. You guys have a diverse group of people. I'm blessed to be here, believe it or not. Okay, so I was driving over here. I'm going fucking Austin. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that's a blessing for me, and I, I'm just so happy that we're able to collaborate. And I just wish you well, Abraham. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Join us next Wednesday for another episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and DM me if you want at You Look Good Pod. My name is Abraham Alvarado and you look good.